It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. We are live here in Chicago. It's Carcon Carne uh, in quarantine. I'm James Van Ostel and joining us from not Chicago right now, clearly because he's sitting outside as it's snowing where I am. It is the very funny uh, comedian Calvin Evans. Good evening, Calvin. Hey, how you doing? Uh, you, sir, hosting Zanies on New Year's Eve. And this is the world we live in. It Doing socially distant stand up. Yes, it's weird. But at the same time, we acknowledge its weirdness. This is the world we live in now. Yeah, you know, um, I, the the show I think is the the perfect mix of of social distance. You get to stay home, you get to you get to see a live comedy show. It's live because we're filming. We're treating the Zanies uh, in Rosemont like a studio, so you awesome. get to stay home and we're, we're filming. It's, it's a live broadcast from from the club. We got a, a Zoom audience, and uh, so you you still get you you still get live laughter and everything. So you get everything from the comfort of your home. I love it. And who else is on the bill that night? Oh, uh, we got Jeannie. We got Jeannie Dugan, uh, Michael Isaac, and Chris Higgins, all Chicago comics. Very funny. Now, it feels like, and you can, you're, you're in it, you can tell me, it feels like Chicago comedy is, is right there again. Like, it's, it's something's going on. We're about to have another moment on a national Absol- level. I feel like Chicago, I feel like we always in the conversation. I feel like Chicago is the, the epicenter of comedy. And, I, and I, I'm biased because I'm from Chicago and right. you know, I came up in Chicago. Uh, but I just feel like we, we we have the most honest comedians because we don't we're not an industry driven town. So you you get to uh, grow as a comedian or comedian organically without feeling the pressures of oh I have to be this so I can get a TV show or be this to be on a, on a uh, to, to get something from the industry in a, in a, on the coast. So I, I like Chicago comedy. It's, it's very it's, it's original and it's organic. How much I'm assuming a lot, but how much of your Chicago ness is part of your comedy identity be part of your act part of who you are on stage i feel like i don't talk about chicago much but i think it's in my dna and it, it just in just in how i deliver comedy like i mean i can go anywhere and perform in front of any crowd because i i, I came up in chicago it's not it's not specific you do a bit about gentrification that to me i mean if you're from chicago it, it couldn't possibly ring more true okay that 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 was spoken by a dude who's, who's lived in the city and seen it happen time and again in every neighborhood yeah the, the yeah, truck I, rolling um, up yeah and i and because I, I grew up in logan square and mm-hmm. I, I still live in logan square so i've seen i've seen i've seen it in both ways where it was just like hey you you mean to tell me you could have did this the entire time <laughs> like that, that's how it feels like oh you could have just you could have this mcdonald's didn't have to be like this you could have just had a nice mcdonald's here and 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 you know public transportation and, you know, nice police um, presence in the neighborhood. So, yeah. It's crazy. I I try to explain to my children, you see kids back in the day, you couldn't walk around Wrigley field at night. Yeah. And and now of course it's like, it's Disney world. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, I mean, but that's the, that's the the thing where you, where at the end of the joke, if, 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 if you haven't seen it, at the end of the joke, it's like, oh, man, this is amazing. But can I stay? It's like, no, you got you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you you got to go. This isn't for you. So that's the that's the that's the bummer. You get to see it be, become better than you got to leave. Exactly. 
So with 2020 ending, uh, we're all good now, right? Everything's fine. Absolutely we, not. We pushed the reset button on New Year's. We're all good. I think I think that's the only thing that got us through 2020, thinking that man, we just got to get through this year and we'll be fine. I think that was the in our mind. We was like, as long as we can get to 2020, we'll, we'll be fine. It's like no, it's it's COVID is still here. They're still unemployed. And, and we COVID still is actually worse now. COVID is actually worse. Right. It, it doubled down in 2021. <laughs> it did. It did. And I still haven't seen the murder hornets. So they're still out there. The murder hornets. That's it. I forgot about the murder hornets. That's <laughs> the murder hornets. They, 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 um, they making a round. They coming back around this way. That's right. So over the past year, I, obviously you, you perfected, you worked on your act. You, you've done some cool stuff, which we're going to talk about. Uh, did you bake any bread? Did you knit anything? Did you take on any hobbies? You know what? I started cycling. Really? I start cycling. Yes, every day I was cycling 20 miles every day during quarantine. Well, not quarantine, but the pandemic. I think quarantine meant I was supposed to stay in the house. Yes. But no, I didn't stay in the house. Uh, I was sitting around gaining weight, and I said, you know what? I had a, I had a knee injury from uh, 2019, so I said I need to get active. I uh, pulled a bike out of the garage and, and just started riding every day. See, I, I did something similar. I started walking, going for like super long walks mm -hmm. beginning of June. One, because I was eating like a jackass. But two, it was just a way to kind of tune out all the bullshit I was getting sucked into. Into I was doom scrolling. I couldn't like put the phone down. I was just getting more and more angry. And I'm like, I just need to walk away from this. And that's I, similarly, I did the same thing. I just left the house. Yeah. And I, and I feel like now, now I just, I can't not cycle. I feel like it's a part of my life now. That's so awesome. I think that was, that was, uh, that was one thing that I'm glad that I picked up during um during quarantine pandemic i don't even know what to call it anymore 2020 yeah 2020 that says it all uh you watch a lot of tv you watch uh all netflix the, the last dance uh, that, that's la to... the last dance documentary is i think that's the, that was the that was the first leg of of the pandemic and i feel like that documentary was like that saved me that, that that's what stepped up after tiger king if we're looking back on the chronology, I believe Last Dance was <laughs> next in line for binging after Tiger King. I, I, I couldn't stop watching. Of course, you know, being from the Chicago area, I mean, we, we remember living through this and seeing all this. Uh, but MJ might be kind of a dick. No, I, no, definitely. Definitely. He's definitely a dick. I don't think it's I don't do any, any if you had any any questions. I think they've been answered about Michael Jordan behind closed doors. He was a, he was a gambling. He, he had a gambling problem and he was an asshole. Uh, but you know, he is the best at the end of the day. If you are the best at what you can do, you can be whoever you want to be at all times. Absolutely. So if you're just joining us, that is Calvin Evans. He is part of the new year's Eve show. It is zanies. It is live streaming. You can be part of the show without having to leave home, which is pretty much how everything is enjoyed, uh, this year. But I mean, the beer is definitely cheaper at home. Absolutely. No two drink minimum. No two drink minimum. You're not sitting on top of someone who you might not be interested in sitting next to. You know, the seats are tight. So, I mean, you can spread out. You can man spread. I mean, Absolutely. really, it, it's ideal. It's a win. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your, your time on television. Uh, recently on Conan, which was pretty sweet. Yeah, you know what? That was, yes, I get, I'm sorry about that. I was, I was letting you finish. Um, that, was, that was something that I was super excited to do because I was supposed to be on an actual show back in March, March 31st. I was supposed to be of course, make, yeah. making my late night debut and um, uh, the pandemic happened. And that was a bummer. 
Uh, but uh, the the producer, he reached out to me, said, hey, we, we want to try something new and you would last one up. So would you be interested in doing it? I'm like, I have nothing else to do. So let's, uh, let's take a stab at it. So they, uh, they, they set me up with a, with a long range lens and uh, I was able to, 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 do, to do my set. It was, it was a short set because I think five minutes would have been a little, it would have got weird after a while, but they kept it to two minutes and I feel like it worked out. Yeah, the first time or two that you've done something virtually like this, I'm sure it's weird trying to find your cadence and your rhythm without the give and take of a crowd. Because there's a timing to this. Didn't seem to be an issue watching you on Conan, but I, tell me, was that weird to kind of adjust your approach to our new no, world? No, you know what? Back in um, back in May, I was sitting around. I wasn't doing stand up, and I said, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm gonna get online, and I'm just doing 30 minutes of new new material every week. So I did that for three weeks straight, and I kind of trained because I'm I'm used to being on Instagram and just kind of just talking into my phone about things. So I took that approach to it. Where I was like, I know what I'm saying is funny, so why wait for someone to laugh at it? Because as soon as I record that video and I post it, I, like people will laugh. So I took that approach uh, with stand up uh, virtually, and and uh, also with, with that it helped out because I said I know what I'm saying is funny. I just got to keep my pace going and my rhythm going. And you know, people they laugh at their own on their own on their own terms at home watching it. So I think that that worked out for me. You know what this tells me? You should do a podcast. <laughs> I, you know, it's so many podcasts. I'm like, I don't even know. I want I want to be able to stand out and talk about something different. Oh, I don't believe that. I mean, you already have the comfort level. And it, do you, yeah, but you... I just I, I mean, I just I, I want it to be like I want to find like a niche a niche like like pocket and like podcast, you know? Oh, oh dude, what's left? I mean, I think every, every corner, every weird and frightening corner of the world's already been turned into a podcast. I think you just got to go straight down the middle. I, you know what? You're right. You're right. You looking for a partner? Yeah, absolutely. If it's you, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but tell me a little bit about your writing process because you, you touched on this with the video stuff you're, you're mentioning. Uh, you just kind of riff on stuff. You, you don't, like put everything down word for word. You, your, your act isn't meticulously spelled out. You kind of work off an outline, don't you, when you perform? Yeah, I, um, I used to try to write and I found myself when I get on stage and I'm trying to remember something, I start missing the point. So if I have an idea in my head, so like the, the ugly people bit that I did on Conan, that was like kind of parted out. It was just like, oh, ugly people do amazing things. Who are some ugly people that do amazing things? If this person wasn't ugly, would they have done this thing? So it's just like that idea process. And then going on stage, and a lot of times when I step on stage with a new joke, it's like, I don't know if this is funny, but I've thought about it as much as possible. Let me just make this, let me just talk to y'all. And I feel like my, my, my comedy is very uh, conversational and observational. So it's like, I'm just kind of talking to you about things that I see and, and you know, uh, making it make sense to me. It is very, it is very comfortable and conversational, very approachable. Uh, that bit in particular, the, the ugly bit, I mean, Steve Jobs wouldn't exist. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Technology would have never advanced if he looked like Absolutely. Brad Pitt. Absolutely. Because what has Brad Pitt ever done to advance society? Well, it's probably a bad example. I think he's done a lot of philanthropic stuff, but the point is made. But, but I'm saying if he wasn't a good looking, good looking guy, he wouldn't be able to act in movies to make the money to give back to people. Fair. Totally. That's, fair. that's what, that's what I'm saying. Ugly people have to be like, you know what? I got to create something that doesn't exist and I got, I got to make it so amazing that people forget how I look. They got to, they got to look past my looks and be like, man, that guy is awesome. 
So that's that. That was the that was that's the idea behind that bit. Uh, you did the show Bring the Funny. I love what what I loved about watching your act on Bring the Funny. You could hear and actually see Keenan Thompson audibly laughing at the stuff you were saying on stage. That had to be really gratifying. It, it was the first round. The first round was amazing. Uh, with competition shows, with every day is like I just want to make it to the next round. And that yeah. first round was amazing. The second round, not so much. I got I got sent home. Uh, but I think the, the the standout moment for me uh, doing Bring the Funny was when Jeff Foxworthy stood out his, stood up out of his chair and said, "You are a stand up comedian." Like that that meant a lot coming from somebody that that's that's, that's been in comedy forever. You know, kind of. Yeah. So and I and that's the ultimate. You know tilt to the hat, you know, especially coming from Chicago and being around great comedians and seeing great comedians out of Chicago. It's just like, man, thank you. It's interesting. You talked about the way you, you approached the pandemic and lockdown. You did did the videos. You just kind of kind of figured shit out. That is such a Chicago thing. I, I, I talked to a lot of Chicago musicians and it's that woodshedding thing that, that we do in Chicago. You just kind of hunker down. It's, it's snowing out right now. Fuck it. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write a song. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to figure out my act. I mean, that's just, it's the Chicago way. And, and I feel like that's Chicago. We've been having pandemics every winter. <laughs> what we like, yeah. or quarantines. Like, it's like, you got to stay in the house. And I, that's the, I think that's the beauty of Chicago is nobody's coming to get us. So we got to, we got to, we got to take care of ourselves. That's why, that's, that's why it. I think we saw it. That's it. All right. So I think it's so amazing. New Year's Eve, top to bottom. Uh, it is all Chicago. It is the Zanies New Year's Eve show. This is going to be a hell of a lot of fun to watch. And really, I mean, what a, you've got a great audience for this. We're all hungry to laugh for entertainment. It's like, do something, humor us, please. Distract us from everything we've just experienced. Let's let's start the new year right. Yeah, but I mean, the, the idea of this show was to, what it, it, the concept of the show initially started out as like a, a weekly a weekly streaming show in Chicago featuring Chicago. So Chicago, Chicagoans could get a, get a taste of comedy, you know, some, bring some levity to, you know, to, to what's going on. So they can stay home, you know, with Lori Lightfoot, uh, stay at home order. Everybody stay home. We'll, we'll, we'll send the comedy to your house and Chicago comics to be able to come in and, you know, make a few bucks uh, performing uh, on a semi-regular basis. So that was the idea of the show. And uh, it just kind of landed where it was like, you know what, let's, let's, let's take, let's, let's test this out on New Year's Eve. You know, because this this is gonna be so much different. Like people can't go out, can't get dressed up. So it's like, let's let's, let's take the party to the house and uh, bring some bring some bring some funny. Um, and if Lori Lightfoot, I, I don't know if she's watching, but if Lori Lightfoot wants to come out and hey, please come on come on down, come on down to Zanies if you want to zoom in, we'll let her have you on the show. Is Zanies one of those rooms as a comic that you just you have to play it? It's one of those. Must must play rooms. I'll say if you if you come through Chicago, you you got to touch the Zany stage. Have have you been to the Zanies in uh, Old Town? Oh, of course. I mean, that's that was the only one I knew for so long. Yeah. So I mean, even when you when you walk into that room, you see all those the history, thirty plus years of history on that wall, forty plus years of history on that wall. It's just like I I, I have to be a part of that. If I if I come through Chicago, you got to be a part of that. Right on. And you were part of it on New Year's Eve, uh, Calvin Evans. Very funny, dude. Uh, what, what do you got planned for next year? Staying at home a lot? At least for the uh, first half? Well, uh, 
Well, yeah, a lot of staying at home. Hopefully, uh, if, if this show goes well, we can get enough people to come, enough people to tune in. This could this could hopefully turn into a uh, a regular regular uh, I would occurrence. I love that. And then you yeah. can turn that into a podcast. You can do the live exactly. stream, save the audio, turn it into a podcast. There it is. Exactly. Exactly. Do, do some interviews with the comedians afterwards. Yeah. I, you sound like an executive producer. That's what you sound like. That's Sign what me I, up. <laughs> Sign me up. But uh, I'm, on, I'm on a show. I'm a recurring character on the show Southside on Comedy Central. Uh, so I just got word they're going to be filming, uh, hopefully back in Chicago in March, if everything goes Great. well. So I'm looking forward to just, just getting back on, getting back to getting back to working on my acting chops and you know being on TV again. Yeah, I didn't even mention Shameless or Chicago PD. I mean, you've done some stuff. Uh, you know, just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, if you're watching, uh, please check out my. Uh, I have a half hour special that I did shot this this uh this past summer on uh on Epic, uh called Unprotected Sets. So if uh, you want to watch it for free, head over to my website CalvinEvansComedy.com. You can watch my half hour, learn a little bit about me. I love it, dude. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you live right here on my computer uh, in two nights. Thank you, thank you. I look forward. I look forward to seeing you. Are, are you doing? Are you doing uh, the VIP? Or are you just doing the? Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm the regular gonna, ticket. I'm gonna fly coach. Okay. Hey, hey, you gonna get the same? It's gonna be the same show. It's gonna be the same show, minus us being able to see you. Right on. <laughs>